Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Daily Transcendence Podcast. I'm G.O.D. And I'm Ray. And we're your hosts. Take a journey with us into the realms of some of humanity's most inner thoughts and theories about what lies before us and beyond the other side. Take a step back with us from the day-to-day heavy burdens of this constant evolving life. From awakening the collective, astrology, the spiritual divine, holistic health, shamanism, and quantum theory, to the frequencies and vibrations of our universe, history, religion, numerology, and so much more. We spend countless hours researching to bring you the breakdown of information from some of the greatest minds in these fields and even our own experiences. We're here to challenge your thoughts so that you can reshape your own minds and beliefs into ones that better serve you. We hope you enjoy the discussions about the supernatural and the ancient knowledge that we have become so fond of and we wish to share with you so that it may also help you on your quest in this human experience we're living. Let the transcendence begin. Godspeed and share on. Welcome back. Hey, back at it again. What do we got today? Today, all right. So, we spoke a little bit about um, beliefs. Symbols. Yes, symbols Ooh, and symbols. beliefs. Right, right, right. We're going to break that down a little bit more um, into the whole uh, beliefs that we mostly go by today. And those are a lot of the Abrahamic religions. We're gonna. This is going to be more so on the fact of, like, now that beliefs uh, determined, you know, by a lot of uh, natural occurrences, natural and observations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so those those beliefs being structured, how they turn into religion, and what we see now to be like the Bible or the Torah and all that. Um, but mostly the Bible and a little bit of a a little bit of a hyper focus on Jesus. Right. Right. Because if you learn this, mm-hmm. you'll learn. Yes. Uh, all the all the other ones come into play. That's that's basically the point. The point is is we could teach you one and you're going to start to understand them all. Yeah, it's just to be used as an example. Um and the purpose of learning this is to see the function of the information and how it pertains to the natural order of things and then how we are able to use that or understand it in such a way that we are able to manifest our own destiny and our own reality that we want to see in our lives. Right, because it does come into play of how the mind works, how the universe works, how that all entails on uh, uh, on on manifestation, on on creation. But we all have, we have to understand where these things come from and how it works. Like this even ties into psychology, the su- the subconscious mind, the garden. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And and how we've applied symbols um, and how we've applied these religions as a guidance system and a way of understanding the world and ourselves. Yes. And then also where which we're not going to speak too much on it today, but we will do another episode about it. Kind of where how uh, that transition from the natural belief of things, how it was twisted by man. And made into something else. Like I said, we're not going to really get too much into that today, but there will be a whole 
probably multiple segments on that on its own in different pieces. Yeah, very interesting stuff too. It's you know a lot it tells back to King James and and, and yeah. eras of uh you know the Spanish Inquisition yeah. and all that. Yeah, King James, and then before that, even even Constantine. You know how the Roman Empire had a big uh, dirty, dirty, big part on it He's a dirty in those man. times. Mm. During Jesus, after Jesus, um, even before King Herod, all that. So, like I said, we'll get into that at some shall, point. So, uh, but it's important to understand this first. Uh, many people might already be aware of some of this information um, that we're going to talk about, but we're going to try to go a little bit deeper. Yeah, for the truth seekers, this is pretty basic. I yeah. mean, w- when you get into this this uh, subject, this genre. Uh, especially with a lot of, of occult people too. It's mm-hmm. not just, you know, mainstream religion, not so much. Maybe people that go to church aren't going to see it in this fashion, um, but we're looking to make connections here. We're looking to show people that haven't heard it in this fashion um, how how we can tie religions together, how we can understand the story of Jesus a lot more, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's a, we're, we're going to connect some dots for you. Yeah. And it's not to denounce any belief or religion. No. It's just to no. it's to see the symbology in a lot of these religions and uh, natural occurrences in our universe and in our day to day reality um, that just connect these things. Yeah, it's to encourage more so to connect the skeptic of religion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if anything, it's like more of an it's advocate like, for religion like in atheist. a way. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's, we're, val- it's, we're actually validating religion. Yeah, we're this. actually validating it in you know, a way. When, when it comes to existence of beings and certain things, we that'll be a conversation. But we, we're going to go deeper today, and we're going to explain how the the story of Jesus and all that pertains to the sun, mm-hmm. pertains to astrology yes, and astrotheology. Yes, which that'll lead down a whole other rabbit hole of understanding the cosmic functions of our universe and the macrocosm of ourselves. And individuals, or us being the microcosm. Uh, that's what I meant. The microcosm. Well, no, you're right. No, no. Well, the, the macro universe. into the micro. Yeah, let, yes. Let's make it clear. The macrocosm being the almighty big thing that represents what we are on the small level. Mm-hmm. So we're the microcosm. It's the macrocosm. Yes. As above, so below. No, that's not a satanic saying. Yeah, they no. just happen to use it. But as above, so below, just meaning you know what the universe is one big function. Mm-hmm. It's one big function. One function. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> All right, so starting off, uh, so we went into a little bit about the sun, uh, how it was perceived and then personified uh, through the ancient times of, um, uh, what do you call it, like the animalistic nature of man. uh, Primal. Yeah, primal man, Mm. uh, you know, the simplicity of it. But now, as we fast forward into more of uh, the the development of the human mind, and more the development of civilizations, you know, we start getting how these are the codes and the rules and principles and laws, whatever you want to call them, of the universe that there's holders of this knowledge. Um, so when we talk about that, it's it's just appropriate to mention astrology because how much astrology is mentioned in so many ancient uh, texts, uh, even after like more. Uh, more recent, I don't mean recent, like as in a couple years ago or anything. I'm talking about more recent as in, you know, centuries and ago. And um, that's the thing. So when when we look at astrology and the constellations, um, they were anthropomorphized by ancients. 
which means simply that they were given personifications um, and they were given personifications with the elements that they were associated with in those times of the season. Same way they're doing with the sun. You know, they symbolized certain parts of the year with and associated with parts of the sky. Yeah. So the sun's movement or the journey in the sky was seen. It was seen as traveling through the constellations and through those archetypes and the elements of nature um, where they were noted and what they expressed during the times the sun was in those constellations, the weather, the animals, yes, the, the state, harvest and, you know, the, the plants, everything, the, the state of the whole earth. Yes, exactly. Well, at least from where you were on it and where, mm-hmm. you know, p- positions do mean something. Yeah. But yes. So like these, these are kind of basically they made stories into states of, uh, uh, of the earth and it's, you know, it's environment. Exactly. So we touched up a little bit that the sun, uh, was the the light and the bringer of life and the sun was worshipped and looked at as the risen as a god sa- the right the risen yes. savior yes a man manif- of the world a manifestation of god will come back come, come in t- from heaven yes exactly so um the ancient sons of god were in all these ancient texts where you had the egyptians it was horus and the greeks it was addis and you know, more of the Hindus was uh, Krishna. Uh, Krishna, you know, and then you also have Persia, which was Mithra. And then Greek also had Dionysus. And there's so many, and there's so many more that you could rattle off, which all have very similar stories, which is where right off the top, we understand it, could, it has to be from a similar source. Exactly. How could all these cultures and all these civilizations have such similar stories and worship such similar gods? Where, where are they getting that story from? You know, and there's only place you could the only one place you could look that that makes sense, which is the sky sun worship. And the latest uh, personification of the sun that we have, which this is not to go and say that this person's life never existed. That's not what we're saying at it's all. Not the focus today. It's not at all. It's just showing the similarities and the, some of the same functions and the symbology behind it. So one of the latest personifications of the sun can be represented as Jesus. Yes, Jesus, Jesus, Zeus, Jupiter. Wait a minute. Is there a connection there? No, we're going to get I into wonder. the connections. I wonder. So, Jesus. So how do we make that connection now, right? We have to make it with a little bit of a, of a, of what we know from the Bible, right? Sure. And then if we're trying to connect it with, you know, the sun and astrologically speaking, then you have to look at the function of the sun Mm-hmm. And also the function of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. of which whatever we know about him, whether it's through the Bible or through other teachings. Well, you look at landmarks. Mm-hmm. Take the most important stories of Jesus, say. That's where I started. You you go into stories that were so well known by everyone due to, you know, celebrations and times of year and why we do things. So, you know, even if maybe you're not Christian or Catholic or anything, I'm pretty sure you might celebrate Christmas. There might be a good chance Mm -hmm. that you know what Christmas is. So what you want to really do is take these stories, and then once you learn a little bit about astrology and the sun and the zodiac, you start making these connections. Mm -hmm. You could definitely see this. You could start seeing the synchronicity uh, behind everything and and the symbology. Right, and let's take an obvious one. Mm -hmm. How many disciples did Jesus have? He had 12 disciples. 12 followers, 12 disciples. And how many Zodiacs are there? 12. So there's one. Mm-hmm. That's that's very interesting there. Right, right. 
Um, there's a word in the Bible, and it's called Maseroth. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? In the Hebrew translation, uh, where God is speaking, and he's saying, did I not bring you the Maseroth? Um, now, Maseroth, when you translate it, it can be uh, zodiac or constellations. Uh, so it is pertained to the heavens. And he says also in that same verse of, of uh, did I not give you Orion, uh, the Pleiades, all those. All star systems. So with that being said, looking at that, we know the story of Jesus's birth since we're talking about that. So December 24th, you see that the star in the east, which is Sirius, it, um, it's the brightest star and it aligns with Orion's belt, which or Orion's belt is also known as the three, three kings. kings. Yes, the three mm. kings. And who are the three kings in the Bible? The Magi. The astrologers. Yes. Ah. The astrologers. Or if you don't believe that they're astrologers, which is that, that's fine, but they're also talked as associating with astrologers, which sure. also sure. the King Herod that they went to, to to inform him of that a savior was to be born and that they're going to find the savior. And Herod wanted to, wanted them to report, wanted him to them three to report back to him because this threatens King Herod that there's this savior coming. You know, that's the story of the Bible. So three Kings, they follow Sirius, which then all point to the rise of the sun on the horizon of the winter solstice on December 25th, which we know December 25th. Birthday of Jesus. Exactly. The birth of God's son. And it's, I just think it's very, it's very convenient that these three kings or Orion's belt, the three stars in Orion's belt, Sirius aligns with it. And when they align, they're all pointing to where the sun is going to rise in, um, on the horizon during that time. And that's of the winter solstice, which... The reason why that's important because it shows now, if you want to just look at it on a seasonal base, it shows that now the sun is going to come back up and start making its hike all the way back up into the sky, which brings on spring and it brings on, you know, the whole uh, uh, feeding of of our crops and and all that. And, and, and it allows for some more it's sunshine. Reborn. reborn. Yes, exactly. And it better, you know, no, not so cold anymore. You know, these are all the things that would be beneficial to civilizations um, because obviously everything was very uh, dependent on shelter and food and, you know, just the right resources during those times. Mm -hmm. So um, when we're saying that as far as how it points to that and how December 25th shows where the sun is going to rise. We're showing symbols on the horizon of the winter solstice. Yeah. When when you go back now and you talk a little bit, okay, well, the constellation now of Virgo. The Virgin. Yes. It represents the Virgin. It actually means, Virgo means yes, Virgin in, in Latin. Latin. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So with, with it meaning Virgin uh, Virgin in Latin, you know, what do we think about now when we associate with the Bible and Virgin? Virgin Mary. Exactly. So the Virgin Mary and the Virgin Mary births God's son. Um. So and, 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 what, and well, and real quick, mm-hmm. God's son. Now, let, just play on. It's a play on words here. Like yeah. it's not as complicated to understand it in this fashion. Is not so complicated. Really, it's actually that simple. Same thing with the word God and the mm-hmm. word good being so similar. You take a O out of good, mm-hmm. and you got God. You put 
uh, a D in front of evil, you have the word devil. Yeah. Word, uh, play on words as much as the logical mind's going to want to say, nah, it can't be that simple. Yeah. Well, let's today, let's, let's make it that way. Let's, let's take it as more of this simplistic way. Uh, and, and it could be easy to understand. Yeah. And just keep the perspective in mind of the literal and the not so literal. Right. Exactly. So, so son and son. That yes, was my the, point. Yeah. The S-O-N, son and son. S-U-N. God's mm-hmm. son, son of God. Exactly. And then also a little interesting fact of the glyph for Virgo is the altered M, um, Mary. which, you know, you think, yeah, the name uh, of, of the Virgin was Mary. And also in the other ones like of Mithra, those were also, uh, I think it was Myra. Myra, and then there was also Mises yes. in Egypt, yes, who was the, a mother, mm-hmm. uh, and, and uh, I think the virgin, mother of Horus, I a think. mother of Horus, yes. who was a virgin. Yes, exactly. So, so there you start seeing how this, <laughs> how you start seeing how this story also is in other cultures, and we're talking about if we're talking about Egyptian, that's three thousand years before Christ. Yeah. So how could that be known? Well, we're, let's go a little bit further, and we'll eventually get to that. So the mother then gives birth to the son. Virgo is the virgin holding the sheaf of wheat, which wheat we know makes bread. Yes. And where was Jesus born? Uh, Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Now, I'm not Jewish, but after doing a little I ain't research, Jewish either. you know, in Hebrew, when you break the word Bethlehem, it literally means house of bread, house of bread. So there's another connection so there. and and there it, it could be pertaining to as much as there is a place on earth it could it could mean that place in the sky it that's it, that that's what mm-hmm. we're, we're saying today sometimes it, that symbol as much as yeah we've made a place on on earth named bethlehem mm-hmm. it, it was actually from the sky first yes that's where it was given its name and its purpose sure so um so now we're talking of the season of virgo we know that the season of virgo has to do with the harvest, the harvest of everything. And then you think about almost as in a woman being pregnant and stuff, it's almost like the harvest the of the seed, child. The, yeah. the seed the flourishing. Seed is, yes, it's, it's harvesting. It's, yeah, you know, you're you're about to reap. Birthing. Yeah, reaping what you're sowing a little bit. So um, that's that's honestly the connection there with 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 Christ and then also with the, the just nature, nature and our cosmos and how that functions. So you see that, Okay, it could be that, like I said, it's not that Jesus is not a person, a real person or anything, because there's a lot of evidence to support that. Sure. Um, But you also could see how they're speaking. If you see it in the not so literal way, it could be speaking of the actual movement of the sun and the seasons and how they occur and the energies behind it. And could have there been a being, because when you learn astrology and you have birth charts, could there have been a being that that actually had a chart mm-hmm. similar, like a story of his life was the story of the sun in a sense, where that's been my whole thing with not counting out or discrediting the existence of Jesus because there could have been a being that had the... Um, that a birth chart, because when you when you learn astrology in your own chart, it's more so, you know, there's a story being told, mm-hmm. you know, and that's being played out if yeah. you know how to do it correctly, if you go to the right person. Do not download your daily horoscope app. There's yeah. it, it's it's way more complicated. Yeah, it's a lot more than that. And, it, you know, then, then you know, you're going to come into conflict of like, OK, well, how does it how do I know this actually pertains to me? But 
that, that's another yeah, episode. You which know, I we'll mean, get into more of that. But but, I, but understanding all of this right here, yes. the Bible and all that is foundational. You know, I think I I think I said it in the first episode where you know Zeitgeist was a huge thing for me. Yeah. Watch that documentary. It's from 2007. It's called Zeitgeist, and there's a whole first section where I I gained a lot of this knowledge from that from that documentary and. It, it had explained all this stuff. And what, what it did for me is it made it so important. Like it, it made me understand that everything came from mm-hmm. this, yeah. you know, like your Bible and your other religions have roots hidden from within the story of the stars. Yeah. And it's funny though, because now you see, I've seen now in the past few years now, how, how this information and this knowledge is becoming more relevant and more, more widely known and understood so, sure. you know, with that being said, there's, there's gotta be some sort of validity well, behind it. I think someone said it by, uh, someone said this best where if knowledge mm-hmm. lasts for so long, mm-hmm. what do you think? All these people are stu nod. What do you yeah. think they're stupid? Like, what? I just believe blindly in yeah, this. I pulled and that out of my ass. Yeah. Right. There's, there's, I'm just shitting this information out. No, there's, there's a, there's something there. And since I was a kid, I've always kept that mindset. I'm never going to discredit something. Yeah. I won't discredit anything. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if you do that, then you're not a re- you, you don't know how to, you know, like to me, in my opinion, it's you're not giving yourself the chance. Yeah. If you shut something out, you know, as soon as the whole Santa Claus thing happened, boom, there it is. It's like, oh, you lied about that. All right. Well, let me understand the concept of this. And there's a hidden meeting behind it, mm-hmm. you know. So and, and let me throw this in there. We talk about the virgin, right? We talk about Mary. We talk about symbolism. Well, let's talk about another one. I find this one very important. I think everyone should know this one. Mm-hmm. Now, after Virgo, uh, it goes through Libra, and then it goes into Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Scorpio is when the sun has fully fallen, mm-hmm. when you learn the, t- the traveling of the sun. From the first day of summer in Cancer, the summer solstice, it starts to travel one degree every day south in the sky. So the sun goes up a certain height, and then every day it gets shorter and shorter, which means shorter days. It's only going up a certain amount. So we hit Scorpio, and we consider that... Uh, fall. Why? Because the sun has fallen mm-hmm. halfway. It's the halfway point. Libra would be technically the halfway point, but Scorpio is when it has fully fallen, which is where we get the word fall from because the sun has fell. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, if you think about it, even though too, so after, you know, you get Libra, Libra, you know, we know uh, astrologically is the scales and it's almost like the judgment balance, the judge. Yes. The balance of, of, you know, there it's like where it's the judgment is being made on the sun that's it's like it's going from its equal points of day and night now it's you know tipping more towards the other way of of its fall and and what do we call those two what, what, you got in the opposite of libra aries and you got libra and they both mark a particular point yes what what's the word the equinox equinox right yeah. so the equinox representing there's some more words for you connections equal equinox yes so now we're at a point where yes it's equal so and that's where the days by the way are in equal day and night Mm -hmm. the amount of hours the sun is up and the amount of hours the sun is down is absolutely equal you're using the sun to measure these things where the sun is every year same day same time is always in the same spot yes and it was and it was seen in the firmament which is also referred to in the bible the firmament firmament meaning like the the casing or the ceiling, and that's where it was looked at as was the stars were on this casing or ceiling, um, and and that's how it was mapped to see where the sun was exactly by developing these constellations and these patterns of constellations and noticing that they come around every so often. 
Um, and, and then the sun travels through those constellations. So once they figure that out, you know, and they start seeing and discovering other, other celestial bodies and which are planets or anything else, you know, they start finding a significance in those as well. All right. It's a tool. It's yes. a tool just like language, mm-hmm. like math. And where these things fully come from, mm-hmm. hey, we'll go into that. Yeah. You know, that's that's a topic on its own on how it was developed. You know, was this stuff made? Mm-hmm. Was it created or was it founded? Yes. Then this is just the interest, introduction of the basics to understand, you know, the importance and uh, how this how this knowledge um, was originally uh, viewed at viewed as um, and then, you know, we're going to get into more of how it turned. Uh, but this is just to understand its function um, and 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 its connection with a lot of the teachings that we still teach to this day. Yeah, I mean, we the, their creation theory is something that's taught. The story of creation is still taught today. You know, churches and people are still learning these things. And, you know... If if there's more to it, mm-hmm. you know, why not know? Why not know? I mean, it could be very important. Yeah. In my opinion, I think it's very important. Yeah. You know, because we're 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 making connections. And I wanted to make another point before mm-hmm. we moved on. But yeah. so in Scorpio, this was just another Bible uh, occurrence, and I thought this was. Funny. I was just I was just thinking that I was going to ask you to get to it anyway. Really? There <laughs> yeah. you go. Look, yeah. Same frequency. So mm-hmm. so now I was talking about fall and Scorpio. Yeah. Now Scorpio uh, is. I'm just going to say it up front and we'll, and we'll explain why, but Scorpio is the time of Judas. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's the, it's about the guy who betrayed Jesus. One of the 12 disciples, one, one of, of the 12 Zodiacs. One of the, right. Scorpio. So, mm-hmm. uh, do you remember how many pieces of silver that he had to pay for Jesus's deception? Six, three. I don't even remember. 30, 30, 30, I 30 right. pieces of silver. Okay. Jesus. But hear me out. Ready? How, how many degrees in one Zodiac? 30. 30. Yeah. So the traveling through this sign of Scorpio in all 30 degrees, the, the 30 pieces of silver mm-hmm. pay for Jesus. And so a scorpion, right? A scorpion is a betrayer. Yeah. Right. And it has, it does a, so when, when a real scorpion goes yeah. into like the defense mode, defense mode, yeah. it, it has this move that it does. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it it does something to, to animals and people. It's called the kiss of death. Yeah. Right. And wasn't that mentioned in the Bible? Yes. The kiss of death, the betrayal, the betrayal, the kiss of death from mm-hmm. Judas. Okay. So now th- there's another allegorical way to describe mm-hmm. the sun traveling through this. And so they had written a story just with this adding a little flavor. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's very simple. It's like, this is the sun traveling through Scorpio. And we made a story about it. Like we make movies about things, yeah. right? We symbolize things. You know, we watch a Marvel movie. We learn something from it. We shed a tear when, yeah. when, a when, a you know, the, the hero saves the day. And mm-hmm. then you learn this morality and you learn these values from the movie. Yeah, you we, know? We've constantly, the hero's journey since, uh, since mythology, we've constantly have used the hero's journey in all our writings, all our movies, everything. And that plays. actually comes from the story of the sun, believe it or yes. not. Yes. It uh-huh. is. The Lionheart. Yeah. The Leo. Exactly. Lionheart. So there's so much connection here. And the thing is, I just want to point this out too. Let it out. It's okay to dig for this information, but the purpose is not to develop some sort of poor paranoia to be like, they're lying to us. These fuckers don't want us. They're trying to suppress us, but and stuff. Even if that's true, goddamn Jehovah's. <laughs> even though, even if that is true, that is not to sit there and be some sort of excuse to revolt. This is to direct that knowledge and that energy inward, and to express it throughout your own life and your own environment. 
application. Yes, it's the application, not to sit there and feel jaded and, you know, yes, I get that that could come up. I mean, you got to control yourself. It's discipline in yourself. Yes. Which a lot of a lot of the stories in the Bible speak on that, too. Sure. Sure. And 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 you can have fun with it, too. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, me me and Gio, have had a lot of fun. It's also just fascinating. It it is very fascinating. The the connections being made, like if you wanted a, a, a door open right to a more mystical and more grand understanding of the universe, your life, everything, existence, why religions are put where they're put and how they're used, where where they came from. And you understand that it has to tie in with you and and the sky and the whole universe and it all ties into one big story and you realize that there's this just this equation to everything. And that kind of gives this you know, this notion that there is this intelligent creation going on. Yes. And there's so much more because it is, I'll just give a little sneak peek. I think I said a little bit. It's, you're going to see how this all makes sense on an, even an energetic level as we move forward throughout our segments. Um, The body, how it connects to the body. Yes, how it connects to the body, everything, how it connects to science, science that we know that is proven and real. So that is where we're going with this. But to get there, you got to go through this and the understanding of the origins. This is why we're doing this. So with that being said, we've talked about now a little bit of, you know, Jesus's birth, uh, uh, Virgo and the Virgin Mary, you know, sun going through Libra, sun and Scorpio, Judas, Scorpio. There's, there's the big finale here. Yes. Is that where we're going towards yeah, think, Geo? Is think, that what you want to get to that? I think we're going to get to that. This is the big moment here. I think we're going to get to that. It's the big moment. I get excited. I get yeah. my, 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 inside my <laughs> pants gets a little excited when we talk about this. It's about to erupt. Because this, this was the moment when I was learning and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's it. I, I'm with it. Like, yeah. this makes too much sense. Mm-hmm. So after Scorpio, you tell me what happens. Let's go to December. So now the 21st, we have the sun where it goes down and it dips below the horizon. The sun, in a sense, dies. It's in its most southern point. Yeah, it's in the most, it's southern, in the most point. southern point of the sky. It's colder. It's darker, faster, and it's just... But Right, so now, because on the 21st of June, we were at the most, the highest, now we've gone halfway through the year, and now we're at the lowest point, and, and we can all understand this, on December 21st, it's the shortest day of the year, yeah. is it not? So you don't have much day, and you have a lot of night, it's a very depressing time of yeah. year, you know, symbolizing death, you know, you got no crops, you yeah. got no trees, mm-hmm. you know, everything's cold and bitter, you know, and then, and then the 20, after the 21st, there's something amazing that happens. Mm-hmm. So... In that point of the sky where the sun has moved all these degrees down, and now it's sitting at that point in the sky that you're mm-hmm. talking about, right? It's below the horizon. Yeah. The 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, mm-hmm. when it rises, it goes to the same degree, the same point in the sky. And you could ask the Navy. They track this. This is something that's tracked because they track the sun and where it is in the sky. So if you need some evidence on where the sun is every year, Ask the Navy because mm-hmm. the Navy is going to tell you where the sun is. So the 22nd, 23rd, 24th of December, the sun goes up to that same point in the sky. So what did the ancients symbolize this as? That it was dead. Yeah, it was dead. But how long How long was it dead before it starts getting to what we're going to get to next? Well, three days. Mm-hmm. But but the, the, the most fascinating part, which is where I get excited, 
I and I, I I'm pretty sure you know this. Mm-hmm. So as it's sitting in that same spot for three days, what constellation or what star form does it sit on? It sits on the cross, the crux, crux, the crux, the cross, or the crux. So the sun sitting on this constellation called the crux yeah. and means cross. And if you look at it, it, it does look like a cross. So I, I, I recall a story. I recall a story. What? It sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? Dead for three days. Yeah. God's son dies, dies on, the, on cross, the cross. Dead for three days. And you had mentioned and this. Resu- and is resurrected on. Yeah. Which if you look at it on the actual astronomical sense of it and how it works, the sun does rise, like we said. We did say that the uh, that Sirius, when it aligns with Orion's belt, it points to where the sun is going to rise on the horizon what, the three, on the twenty fourth. Yeah, but and then it rises when the twenty fifth, three days later after it went below the horizon. When the three magi pointed, yes. they, they, right? The three magi are following the star in the east to find the what of Jesus, the birth. Yes. And on December 25th, we celebrate it's that cycle. Jesus, right, that birthday, the birthday. The sun rises again. And you could see how in real, real far back, you go real far back before all these teachings and stuff, how these prophecies came to be because there needed to be a hope for people who didn't know the simple, we know it and we're like, oh, who cares? But that's where it came from. They didn't know you know, oh my God, what's happening to the sun? The sun is not, the sun's not staying as high or as long anymore as we're going through time. What the hell is going on? Is this the end of time? No, the sun will be back and it'll, and it will come back up and it will rise up in the sky again and go higher and higher and higher and give you the fruitfulness of life and abundance that you need. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're, we're talking, we're talking development of the human mind yes. and the development of human society and us understanding the world. So why this is important? Well, I could say this, a lot of wars were started due to religions. You know, there's a lot of political parties that run off religions. There's a lot of ancients that gave us information that were eventually turned religious. So this is important. So part of society, a big part of it still functions on religion. The Vatican basically runs the world, does it not? Yeah, exactly. Because Everything is is based off of that system and that idea, and we see it. We see it happening in, in government. Yeah. Everything, um, and and that's why understanding a deeper, a deeper knowledge of this of how it how it where it comes from and how it actually works, because like then it doesn't make sense if you think of the equinoxes and the solstices and all that. It doesn't make sense why our year starts in January. Why does wouldn't it's why doesn't it start in Aries? I, I've, I've read theories. I'm now, I'm, this will be quick and brief, but you know, I've heard theories that, you know, there's a lot of Saturnian worship in the world and we'll, yeah. we'll definitely have, uh, that might be a whole episode in yeah, itself, you know, to due be. to that, there's a lot of relevance to today's, uh, mm-hmm. society and maybe even some secret societies and stuff that have Saturnian worship or, mm-hmm. um, you know, <clears throat> satanic worship. Yeah. So, and, and that needs to be digressed carefully because there's a lot of, a lot of misconception in that, especially with the occult and and the association with certain things that feel like it needs to be cleared up in a sense so that this sort of information can come through in a way that's not going to be right away labeled and judged. 
the way it has been in the past. Sure, sure. Um, and that goes back to the witch yes, trials. Yes, and it goes back to that, which we're going to talk about that eventually. And, and that's we're a fun see. fucking yeah. subject. And you see, you see how this, this information becomes that it goes underground for the longest time. It's understood. It was always understood at some well, point. Keepers and knowledge are there. Yeah, but, you know, there comes a point where, you know, there's... There's control, and and in order to have control, you need to be able to control the mind. And I know you guys have heard the terms Illuminati, or the Knights Templar, Mm -hmm. or Freemasons. All these things tie in, but we don't have to condemn them or make them evil, and that's what Gio's talking about. Mm -hmm. There's a lot lot that even I, in the beginning, never understood when it came to that, which I'm not going to go too much into it, but like even the association with the Freemasons and Illuminati and the Vatican, and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't get it. Is the, Illuminati, is the Illuminati bad or is the Illuminati good? Is Freemason good or is Freemason bad? Which, like I said, I don't mean to give you a teaser, but we will break that down. Because, yeah, there's there's an understanding to that. Yes, yes. And that cleared up so much when I understood that. Yeah, Saturnian worship is fascinating. I'll be honest. You know, the music industry and all that. There's a lot of things to talk about. And that's that's a fun subject. And the thing is, you know, why we're giving you this general, you know, the basics is Trust me, when we start getting into that deeper, advanced knowledge, the very when you a lot get of that, shit will click. Yeah, it just falls into place. Yeah, a lot of shit will click, and it'll help you realize how you're living your own life, and make a little more sense of things in your own life, in your own day to day. Yeah, your own seasons, mm-hmm. your own spring, and your yep. own summer, and your own fall, yep. and your own winter, and how it all connects. It's fat. life is amazing, yes. guys. It's it's amazing mm-hmm. on how this there's a uh, there's a system there's there's a, an intelligence. And I, I, me personally, I don't label myself as any type of religion. There's a certain yeah. way I see things. So don't think I'm saying, oh, there's a God. You know, there is, but. Mm-hmm. We're not talking Christian we're not, Catholic. We're not connecting None of that. it to None religion. None of that. Let's just say. I mean, we are connecting it to religion. religions, but we're not connecting ourselves and what we're saying to specifically any religion itself. Like we're not. A, yeah. We're not yeah. proving a, a belief system. Yes. Right. We're giving you facts. Yes. We're giving you facts. Straight facts. And this I don't want to hear no present, argument yeah. on like that. I'm trying to push some God or Jesus on anybody. All we are both trying to do is make it really clear for you that there is this intelligent design. Here's the data. Here's the perceptions on all side. You come up with the answer, and we'll give you the sources. Yes, exactly. We'll, we'll show you. Mm-hmm. We will have. We'll have links. We we will have these things at hand for you. And we, you know, there's also other teachers that we yeah. can point you we're to. Not you know, we're not the only ones talking oh, about God, this. God no, we're not the only ones talking about. We think this. we found this. Like we're like we. Yeah. No. Conjured this up. No. no there's, there's a lot of a lot of information that's been dug up and 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 received and just looked at and analyzed and everything. And, you know, we've done our own research in that knowledge and stuff too, but we found, um, we found by being open-minded to certain things. And also like, especially for me coming from a Christian background, not allowing, cause my, my Christian faith wanted to shut down a lot of this shit when we were going through it in the beginning. No, I intuitively knew it. It just, it always just, it wanted to be like, no, no, no. And then I had to really look and be like, why is my mind saying that? It feels so right, but why is my mind saying that? Cognitive dissonance. Yes, exactly. Your fucking brain didn't want to accept that shit. But I opened that shit up and now I see how it doesn't go against what I believe. Not at all. It doesn't go against what I believe at all. No. It enhances it. No, you'll love it. Yeah. I promise. So. Um, Geo loves it. But that's the other thing. Like we said about uh, Jesus and he had 12 disciples. We have the 12 constellations. You also have the 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 brothers of Joseph, the 12 judges of Israel, the 12 great uh, patriarchs, the 12 OT uh, prophets, the 12 kings of Israel, the 12 princes of Israel, 
uh, Jesus in the temple at 12 years old. There's so many different 12, 12, 12, yes, 12. Why, everything. why, why, Even why? Jesus in 30 and 30 died at 33, you know? Yes. Numbers repeat. There's a yes. system. There's a way to decode. You know, like everyone got, How ex- many, yeah. everyone got excited when the Da Vinci code came out. Oh, they decipher in the Bible and this and that. Well, let me, let me tell you something that that was a action. That was a psyop yeah. because, because they misled you to think, oh, there is, they told you half the truth and they're really good at that. When I say they, I don't know who I'm talking about yet. We'll figure that out. But what I'm saying, I do know what we're talking yeah. about here, but I'm just saying, let's just say they will call them. They meaning whoever's portraying, but somebody had said, you know, the Da Vinci code is decoding the Bible. Well, it's a half truth. And a lot of things are filled with half truths. You have to go be on that you can't just accept surface level things right a lot of this shit get, gets portrayed as, as as like satanic worship or sacrilegious shit which when looked at it the way that we're looking at it i have no way find it to be sacrilegious or satanic and that's stuff. coming from a christian people yeah i become it's a hardcore fear, it's christian a, it's a fear-mongering thing from all sides any side or whatever that you know it's to keep from actually getting to the the true understanding. They, they don't want you to know how fucking powerful you are. Yeah, they don't want you to know shit. They but, want they want to control you. There is a they. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. There is a they. Yes. I promise you. There that. is a they. Can and I it's, point it's a, not just one, not just two, it's a collective they. That's what I think. And they and they hit it. Yes. And it begins probably as far back as the Roman Catholics. Oh, yeah. Shit. Roman, goes Roman back Empire. Far than that. For, yeah. Like, I mean, we're still learning as we go. Hierarchies and powers. That's that's what does it. Yeah, they want they want to fucking hold you by the testicles. Yeah. So, you know, with that being said, grab, no. <laughs> <laughs> grab you by the gonads. I've got a purplish uh, hue. Oh, man. Deep my plums. <laughs> he's, Jimmy's going to love you saying plums. He said he's down, his favorite he's word. Bound down. Well, I can never Jimmy say Jimmy Allen, this title. is for you. Yeah. And the plum, the plum grabbing. With a deep purplish hue. <laughs> so anyway, so okay, so we went a little bit of the the how the Bible can be synchronized with the movement of the sun. Well, we know that the sun doesn't move; we move, and it looks like the sun. The Earth moves, and it looks like the sun's not moving. The sun flat Earthers. Yeah, we're not going. We're not going into that, which we will eventually. That too. There's maybe, so much maybe. that we'll go into. That. Well, all these theories, you know, all these firmament. Per- all I get. Yeah, we get all- it. Hey, hey, flat Earth. Flat Earthers. We get it. We fucking get we it. Understand. All right, don't yell at us. It's not about beliefs. It's a discussion. Get over you. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we're not against you, but we're not with you either. Yeah. <laughs> get over your shit and open your ears, you yeah. jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so besides that, you know, you know, then you, you the question could come up, which the question came up for us was like, okay, well, if that connects, shouldn't all of Jesus's life? you know, connect to the astrology. Well, yeah, but what we found is not necessarily in the way that we just portrayed it now with the sun and everything and stuff like that. It also goes through now, you know, it's, it's pretty known that each one of the 12 disciples represents the 12 Zodiacs. So for each and every disciple, you know, there is a certain uh, story to be told as the interaction of Jesus with that disciple There's many stories in the Bible that shows that interaction and the lesson behind it. And our way, how we've seen to develop what that means when it comes to on an astrological sense to an astro theological sense um, is that you could look at it as the sun when it moves into certain constellations. Let's let's give an example of of Leo, right? Like we were saying before when we were talking Right before the fall. Yes. So, <laughs> so Leo, um, you know, give, okay. So give us the representation of what Leo is. Well, Leo first in astrology. Yes. In astrology. Leo, Leo is ruled by the sun, mm-hmm. right? 
It's where we get Lionheart from. Yeah. You know, it's the leader of the pack, the king. Mm -hmm. Yes. The king of kings. So you're thinking the, the heart. Omega, the heart rules heart, the heart. Courage. Love, even. You know, it's just, it's that, it's that true divine love and heart and stuff. So if you go back and you could look at how, you know, that's the astrological sense of it. Now, Jesus' interaction with the disciple that represents Leo, the Leo is actually John. Um, uh, he's the beloved. John is seen as a leader of the early church. Uh, much like a Leo, he adored the spotlight in a manner of speaking. When he writes of himself in his book, he includes praise and somewhat shows off as generally Leos do. Uh, so John wrote a highly detailed account of heaven in Revelations in vivid detail. Uh, Leos are known for their hospitality to the needy, and John was no less. Uh, uh, they thrive on love and adoration and being the winner. John writes that he is the disciple that Jesus loved, um, uh, which is said in John thirteen twenty three, leaning on Jesus' bosom, one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. You know, that was referring to John. Now you have this interaction of Jesus with John. Now, John could be very self-absorbed like a Leo can be. But Leo, you know, there's good and bad to every sign. There's good and bad to every personality, if you want to say it that way. So, well, there's a God and a devil on everybody. Yeah, you could be good and you evil. could be strong, courageous, and prideful, and be a leader and be inspirational, or you could be courageous, prideful, and all that, and come from a place of arrogance. So, in a way, doesn't Jesus kind of represent the consciousness and and using your consciousness to teach John that hey. Here's the Christ consciousness. Yeah. Well, well, Christ is your, that is yes. the natural state of consciousness. Yes. You know, we've been programmed. We've been in the Iron Age, you know, the Kali Yuga. Look it up. It's a, uh, you know, it's an Indian uh, cycle, but the Kali Yuga, the, we were in the Iron Age this whole time, which guess what that means? We were separated. We were separated from ourselves. We had, we had lack of consciousness, lack of understanding, but Christ consciousness would basically mean that you, you, you express how what Jesus was yeah. basically through yourself. You have Christ consciousness. You're fully aware. You're in touch with the universe. You're in touch with God. Yeah, you know. So there's a way of looking at that with Christ. That's how Christ lives within you because we we all are Christ. Yeah, and so you see that how okay how that Christ consciousness you know in the literal sense of him in, interacting with John how he could kind of root John back to more of the harmonious nature of being a Leo or not saying that it's exactly his birth chart. He's a Leo or anything, but he's associated with Leo. It's the symbol of the and story. It's yes, it's a the symbol is showing in those parables of how that pride is to be used in a sense that's more in harmony with God. So it's a guideline. Exactly. So you could see that. Then also throughout the other the other signs, you know, we use Leo as an example. Let's go. Let's go Aries. Let's go Aries. Aries is because we it's well known here with the with the ram's horn and all that. Yes. So um, we could just start simply the Lamb of God. Yes, the Lamb of God. Yes, the absolutely. burnt offering. And then as far as the disciple, it's Peter, and it, it, he's said to be Aries, very vibrant and fiery. He was a great leader, uh, as Aries generally are. Um, he was the founder of the new church. He is still viewed by Catholicism as the leader of the church, all popes being his successor. Um, if you follow him through the Bible, you'll see he's impulsive and changed his mind readily. Now go look up an Aries characteristic. Yeah, there you go. Okay. 
and he is said to have the authority given by God uh, to decide who may enter the the gates of heaven. When Judas betrayed the Lord, the priest came to arrest Jesus. Peter was the impulsive disciple who immediately chopped off the ear of the priest. Though Jesus had forewarned Peter that he would deny knowledge of being an acquaintance, much less disciple of the Lord, Peter argued, Aries. He argued like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to deny you. I'm not going to deny you. That's we not. all know Aries are but fucking hard-headed. And he was fiery. And in, in the fact of when they came for Jesus, he picked up that sword and right away resorted to violence. But what did Jesus do? Stopped him. Put down your sword. Relax. Let them take me. It's okay. So that's that's the, the lighter side the of show, Aries, right? Yes, and conscious- to show so, him. So Jesus plays the consciousness, yes. and then you have the signs giving these these representations yes. and characteristics of those yes. you know of those archetypes. So it's actually genius. It's mm-hmm. genius, people. Like they, you learn how to read the Bible in this fashion. You're going to learn about yourself. You know. You're going to want to learn about your, you're, you're going to learn about how you work and, 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 you know, not just learning morals and values say of what to do and what not, and thou shalt love thy neighbor and all that. Yes, all true. But there's something we were all missing here. This is in there. Do you know, and you know how big the Bible is? You know how many stories? So if much. You, if you learn to read the Bible this way and you understand and you start to connect ancient religions and other and other religions and, you know, even, you'll, st- let me tell you something. You know how many movies I've watched in the past decade now after knowing a lot of this? Because you know, I've known it for that long. You start watching movies and you're like, up, oh, you know. They got that from the story of yeah. Capricorn. Yeah, you know? there's so yeah, there's a lot that I've noticed. I'm like, wow, this seems really like, especially a lot of those like sci-fi type of the whatever. Like, it seems like very like, oh shit, like there's, that seems like those similar astronomically stories, right? based or astrology based, like in a way. And I'm like, hmm, there's a lot of those, oh no I, joke those philosophies in no there. Joke. Um, no, no, I mean even Santa Claus, Santa moved the letters around. Yeah, you got Satan. Satan. He wears red. And guess saying that we're not saying the same. No, he's Satan. not saying no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. There's, there's, a, there's a whole other there's point a whole another point to that. Yes, I should. If you, you know, want, feel free go into uh, it. All right. Well, Santa. It, I mean, I think people will they enjoy this. Yeah, they should. So Santa being an anagram for Satan. Same letters. Mm-hmm. Right. So what's ironic? Where's red? <laughs> Where's red? Right. And he works in his little shop with his little minions that are children. And and, and he fulfills your desires for being a good boy. Sounds a little mythological to me. Sounds like a Saturn return to me. Mm. But so, but why I say that Saturn? Why? Saturn? Did I say Saturn? Oh, because yeah. Saturn is Satan. Mm-hmm. When you read the qualities of Saturn and what he represents, he's in in mythology. And you learn because you learn when you start studying astrology, you learn that there's mythological stories to this. So Saturn is Satan, or also Kronos, Father Time. Yes, in right? Greek mythology, would be in Kronos. Kronos. Yes. Right. So, so what did Kronos do in in Greek mythology? What was that archetype about? Oh, he ate children. Mm. He hated children or he ate children? Ate. Ate them. I know you probably didn't hear that. No, he ate them. <laughs> when you when you go like, I'm telling people, this is, this is this is Greek mythology. Go read the stories. Kronos. K-R-O-N-O-S. You know, it's, it starts sounding like fucking Alex Jones. They're eating babies! <laughs> <laughs> I hope he hears this someday. Oh, They're eating great. babies or aborting them <laughs> Awesome. Oh, God. But, so anyway, so now you got Santa, you got Satan. Satan is also an archetype of Saturn. You also have Kronos, Father Time. But what's ironic is in astrology, the time of Capricorn, Capricorn's a sea goat, by the way. All right? So now you got Saturn being Satan, who also is symbolized by a goat. Does that sound familiar to you? 
You know, when you see satanic worship, who's that guy? It's got ba- Baphomet. 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 He's a fucking goat. Yeah. It's He's a, a hermaph- fucking goat. It's, an, it's a hermaphrodite, too. Yeah. So, how ironic mm-hmm. that you got Satan, Saturn, Saturn worship, mm-hmm. right? And then you got... You know, all that. And then on top of it, you know, I mean, not to not to bring it up, but, you know, think there's a lot of things going on with children around the world nowadays. And, you know, Kronos ate children. It's very, there, I, that's it, the thing. Like, we know well, there's no denying that there's 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 sick people in this world. There's sick people in this world. And there's, you know, there's polarities and everything. There's good and, and bad. There's, but there's symbolism. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and you're getting the you're getting the code here. You're mm-hmm. getting you're getting the underneath, you yeah. know, the hidden meanings of all this which you could see it in the world yeah. me and geo see it yeah people believe that a lot of these ritualistic things that are actually you know not well, huh they believe that you know that obviously okay there's a lot of power in knowledge in the universe and the cosmos and energy and everything and stuff like that and there's a lot that we can do maybe in our own day-to-day rituals that help drive that power for us in this reality so a lot of the people you know, a lot of people aren't very um, humble, aren't very uh, about the people and unity and stuff like that. They want the power for themselves. It's a Capricornian world. Uh, exactly. So it's a lot of power for themselves. Go, so you what know, are they going to do? They're probably going to do some messed up shit that most people are going to consider oh, absolutely, messed up. Absolutely. Messed up rituals in yeah. order to gain that power. Yeah. Yeah. And and that and that would be, you know, black magic yep. and and ritualistic stuff and, you know, eyes wide shut, I think it was called and all that. But the th- um, a movie and, mm-hmm. you know, giving there's a lot of hidden secrets in that movie. I'll get a hint, hint, go watch it. But, um, you know, so point being and to, to sum this se- this little segment up is, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the sky right now, and this is it's, it's we're getting to that point mm-hmm. where it's important to understand these archetypes, the Bible, all these stories, because now, as me and Gio know all this stuff, and we're learning as we go, we start to see patterns. Um, you know, shout out to the Leo King for breaking stuff down. Mm-hmm. David Palmer's the man. Yeah, but he check him out. he um. Yeah, he he has described he he's the one where I got the Chrono story from. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I got to give him credit, and uh, you know th- what that archetype in Capricorn. Now go read about. You know, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, seriously, if you read, would like, you if you would bastard. like, I know <laughs> it's a sensitive world. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> anyway. But if you do end up reading more on Capricorn, go look up the, you know, the, uh, the, the aspects of it and you'll find that, you know, it's status based and control and it's ruled, you know, in, in astrology, it's government. And there's a lot of things going on in the sky that actually are signaling the destruction of government and the destruction of tradition and the sky's saying it. So, but I would have never known this if I didn't learn this stuff, this stuff right here. And if you're sitting there questioning like, well, how does friggin' Saturn or whatever in the sky really affect me. How does the moon affect the tides? Uh, hello, and and the moon affects the tides, which is what? Water? What are we mostly made up of? Water. Uh, what do uh, women base their, uh, their, their ovulation cycles off of? The moon. The moon. So that's just one example, but... Wait, moonstrual, menstrual? Menstrual, menstrual there you go. cycle, menstrual cycle, moon rules the feminine. Okay, go ahead. Exactly. So that's, so that's just one example. There's so <laughs> many more. But the thing is... Um, which I promise you, he promises. we're very close to getting to that episode where we're going to break down how astrologically, how these celestial bodies affect 
our own subconscious, our conscious, and our bodies, our bodies, and the reality that we're in. It's all we will make that connection. I promise Not you to that. Sound like a hippie, but yes. we're all connected. Yes, we are in a web. It's the truth, science. You know, exactly. at this point, yes, the right. science does prove, it does. and that's where we're going to get into. We're going to connect the science to it eventually. Oh, we're coming but hard right now, with the science. Yes, but right now. We're here to show the origins of it. This is the whole purpose of this segment. Yeah, we're here to praise Jesus today. Yes, praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. Um, so so as we went through it, I'm not going to go through all of you know the things. Now that you kind of got the sense of like, oh, okay, 12 disciples and Peter being Aries. That's where we're trying to go with that, where you find it interesting how all the disciples in the Bible have this sort of archetype to them. The and same got, way and, and the, the constellations same. have an archetype. And Jesus being the bringer of light to consciousness of all of these things and in, in a more harmonious way right. is teaching these through parables. Enlightening them. Yes, exactly. To, to be able to have balance in their archetype. Right, right. So, and there you go. And, you know, we're all born at a certain point in the year and we all have sun signs and that might have to, to do with something of our own enlightenment. That this is how this could work. You know, we could have our own little book of life that we have. And, and we and when you learn astrological things and the charts and all that, this is where all this stuff plays its part. And now it it's multidimensional. There's so many ways to understand it. So remember, this is still in the discovery phase. Yeah. You know, this isn't, th- this was ancient knowledge, but this is now being discovered again. And you're going to have many points revisited. of view. Yeah. It is. It's being so, revisited and it has to be dug up from, from being buried. It was it was buried. And People it was, were actually killed, by the way, during exactly. the Ro- uh, what was it the Roman Inquisition? Well, there's so many things: the Inquisitions, the Spanish Crusades, the Spanish Inquisition, the Crusades for this everything for Bef- what we're talking about. That, it was all you know. There was a lot of religion. There was a lot of persecution in order to make way for the New Age uh, religion of Christianity. Yeah, the witch trials, yes. Which is not to say that Christians are bad or anything. No, 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 you no, have no. a lot of Christians who who have this sense of God and this relationship with God and Christ and everything in a very, in a very uh, logical and good sense. And sometimes even in this way too, but you also have the flip side thing. That's why everything, same thing. Everything we see in the yang, all that. Yeah. Everything. Yang, yang. There's, there's, there's polarities to everything. So with all that being said, you know, we got into that more to make that connection with the signs and the Bible and astrology, but there is a lot more. Oh, the, uh, and God. that's going to be our second part of this. We even haven't. Yes. We, we we haven't. You know, we're, we're still the, going into it. Yeah, yeah. We're we're learning as we go. I mean, we've known it for long enough, or we you know we wouldn't have the uh, the courage to come on a podcast and talk about exactly. it. I mean, I, I have been the basics. I got down, and it's 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 not as hard as you think, and it's it's really easy. It's just you have to have an open mind, and you know you have to have fun with it. You have to have fun with it, and if you have fun with it, you know, like anything else, you're going to get better at it quickly, and. We promise you that there is a relevance to you, your own life, and understanding these things. You know, I've heard entering, by the way, into, and we'll get into the next episode mm-hmm. about the ages, but, you know, we're going into the age of Aquarius and uh, how funny a song, what, in the late 80s? Yeah. The age of Aquarius. <laughs> but, was it late 70s? Uh, I, didn't, late 70s. I don't even know. I Shit, I'm 60s. too young. I'm too old or young. Yeah, but, but you know, we're, we're entering that age now, and uh, I've heard people predict that the say religion or belief system of this age is astrology. Jesus has mentioned, mentioned a man with a pitcher of water, uh, in a, in a Bible verse. So t- talking about the coming of an age yeah. and all that. So all that plays relevance. Like it's going to end up connecting dots to you and you're going to have fun with it. 
Yeah, exactly. So that's going to be the second part of uh, this whole segment. Uh, we got into more of the understanding of these origins of beliefs and how they are represented through the Bible and through astrology and all the personifications of it. Um, you know, yes, can we go deeper? Absolutely. But we want to be able to move on. Uh, like you just said, we're going to go into in the next part about the um pre-Jesus, the Bible pre-Jesus and after, Je- Je- after Jesus, you mm-hmm. know, Old Testament, New Testament, everything, um, and show the correlation of the scripture with the astrology as well with that and going into the ages, um, which ages were very heavily discussed in the Bible, but not in the sense where it's very obvious, obvious all the time that it's astrological, but we're going to point out the obvious uh, of the astrological signs and the coming of those ages and and what was thought and what was believed believed on uh, during those ages, right, right, and real important. You know, we'll talk about we'll talk about Moses. We'll talk about moon worship, yep. the, the Abraham, Jewish religion, Abraham, Abraham right? Um, you know, and, and uh, even Mount Sinai and where yeah. that came from. That that's an incredible yeah. little connection. But uh, yeah, yeah. So Passover, all that. How, you know how that's related and everything there's a lot of interesting a lot of interesting uh, uh uh scriptures and writings in the bible and all these books that are so many things that are so it's hard to believe that it's coincidence or this simple yeah it's just you know we're taught so like the mm-hmm. like the divine is this mysterious yeah. thing and you're gonna have to wait till yeah. you die to find out and yet we you know we're all together all mm-hmm. of us you i the list we're all unlocking this new mm-hmm. path and it's for real. You know, I, I believe people can get excited about this as Absolutely. I am. No matter what, it's just, it's just, it's cool. It's interesting too. Yeah. I mean, I'm a nerd. So yeah. if, so if I, I, me too, I love history. So you're digging back up history and I'm like, Ooh, yay. <laughs> you know, I ate mushrooms once and I just saw shit and I was like, dude, I want to understand the fucking universe. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is deep, but that's the thing. It's not saying that all of a sudden you're going to, uh, understand the I don't universe. Condone drug use. Yeah. And you're not going to understand the universe and all of a sudden and, and dive deep and I can transport and Diving. time travel and all this deep. shit. I mean, maybe you will, but who knows? We're not saying that that's the guaranteed thing. It's just, that it can help you in your own philosophies about life. Yes, we are all understandings of the natural occurrences of everything. We're individuals, but guess what? We all connect. Yeah. There is a way to understand. We all have our individualism. So, you know, speak true to yourself, you know, but how are you going to do that if you don't really understand your origins or what you believe in, which was what we kind of shed a light on in our uh, second episode. Right, right. So it only goes deeper from here. So let's get a move on. Let's, uh, let's get, you know. Yeah. I think it's time. I think it's time. time. You know, it's sad that we have to go. Yeah, but we'll, but we got more to come. Uh, so thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, you know, we're getting we're getting ready to keep going deeper and deeper. We hope you enjoy listening to us. Uh, don't forget to check us out. Go to our website. Um, the usual. Follow us. Give us likes. Give us shares on on Instagram, Instagram Facebook, t- Twitter, mm. Google Plus, your sister's ass. <laughs> Shout out to Vic. Yeah. Go Vic. But so, yeah, all the social media, it's really easy to find us. Uh, exactly. Transcend Daily on Twitter. Yes. Um, and uh, eventually we'll have our own website up. We'll have information, resources. Um, and uh, yeah, and we do it all for you. We just want to let you know that. Yes, exactly. So check us out. Keep following us. Stick with us. Share with us. Experience with us. Learn about our origins. Learn about some of these things we've been taught. And let's transcend the mundane. Let's transcend our knowledge into something that's our God-given right.
Yes, in our own individual ways. So, with that being said, you know, like I always say, without question, there is no truth. So let's keep questioning. And uh, hope to see you guys back soon. Godspeed. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.